Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. We have been placing people in jobs for a long time. What would you say is the hottest job right now? Anything related to digital marketing. (laughs) (laughs) At this moment, even like traditional jobs, Mm -hmm. but for digital marketing. So like account managers, writers, but they're writing online content. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're maybe classic jobs, but they're all for uh, digital right needs and when we started the business i know over 16 years ago um we placed people in print and we placed traditional copywriters but those have all changed now to content marketing and um content writing and digital marketing and all that sort of stuff so it's we've seen this huge flip and now everybody needs this and much like when we started too everybody needed a website everybody needed business cards everybody needed the needs were different and now the needs are different again yeah (laughs) and it's it's you know, been growing, obviously, it has been in this whole digital marketing world has been increasing over the past several years. Mm -hmm. But 2020, just like, multiplied or fast forwarded, right, right, (laughs) I think, all of the adoption and the change and companies realizing how much they needed to invest in those areas. Absolutely. And I mean, there's nothing like a pandemic when everybody has to stay home for people to say, well, how do I keep doing business when people can't come into my office or we can't visit people or things like that? You know, there was this huge scramble to get things online. And I I think for the most part, which was kind of exciting, people got really resourceful. I mean, and uh, Mm -hmm. something that might be common that people think about is um, ordering food online at your favorite restaurant. A lot of the restaurants that survived we're quick to switch and pivot to um, curbside pickup and all that sort of stuff. But how do people order the food when traditionally people would walk in and have an experience? Right, exactly. Or maybe you called, right. which you still can do, Absolutely. but it's a lot simpler. Absolutely. You know, they've simplified the whole process. I've seen definitely more and more online menus, click, 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 send, mm-hmm. and you either pick it up or it's delivered through some service. But that's just, a, you know, one example of how people have pivoted to, um, stay in business. And then people like me, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I liked yeah. packages being delivered to my house. I liked um, curbside pickup. I, and, and I'm not going back. And do I, will that, would I go into a restaurant again? Yes, there are, of will, course. <laughs> there will be times where that will happen, but you know, I f- will find that I'm going to probably spend more this way than I would have traditionally. Yeah. So now, and, and so everybody wants to get on board with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you, if you didn't do it in a panic, <laughs> you would definitely want to refine it now or or do it now. Yeah. And so um, in 2020, we found some statistics that e-commerce sales increased 32 percent in 2020 over the year before. I would love to find out what they were in 2020, honestly. Yeah. It, it had to be like even that doubled or something. Yeah. Because Amazon and FedEx were driving down my street continuously. All the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. So, over 2019, 30% more, which to me actually sounds not yeah. as much as I would expect. I <laughs> guess I thought it would be even more. But regardless, um, who was creating all of that online content and digital 
information and pictures and ability to click a button and order some food. Mm-hmm. Digital it, marketing you people. got it. You got <laughs> it. And these are the people that, you know, might have created a print at one time. They might have only done digital marketing. And that's where the, ma- the demand has been the highest for us. I mean, we can't if we can just if I can just say if you know anybody who can do digital please have them call us yeah I mean and so it is so hot right now I think it's helpful maybe to dig into what that is a little bit when we talk about that so I mean to me it's everything online right but it's building websites and all the every all the parts that go into a website the Mm -hmm. imagery the words the functionality the shopping carts the the, um Everything. Yes. The ability to make reviews, add reviews, all that kind of stuff. Well, and it's not only to make it um, there, but it's to make it functional, to make it easy to use, to make it look good and make Mm -hmm. it look like your brand. So there's a lot of layers to this, too, because you want to have and create that experience online that people might have walking into your restaurant, into your store, into your company. And we have talked before, like if if a website loads too slow, I will go somewhere else yeah. I mean, it's that fast it's like looking like and i always refer to like in print you know when you would have ads in magazines you, how, how quickly people flip through magazines mm-hmm. and then sometimes you stop and you look that's how much time you have to sell something so it's the same thing kind of with the web too it's like if it's not loading quickly or if i'm getting confused um i'm not gonna buy yeah and i'm glad to use that word experience because we've been seeing user experience pop up in all kinds of functions Mm -hmm. like I think before people thought about user experience of just maybe how people flow through a website Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. but now it's the it's experts who work just on the strategy of the user's experience like the words the colors the flow everything about it and and it and they start with like knowing what that knowing what the customer is trying to do and how they will work through your website or store or whatever, you know, place they're interacting with you. Um, Just this whole user experience world is getting much, much bigger. Yeah. And you want to get the right people for those roles too, because I I think we run into a lot and there's, I mean, I'm not going to put blame on anybody because Lord knows we've done this too, where you just think that you can do it yourself to a certain degree. And then you hire an expert and you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. What I had was what I had was crap. <laughs> yeah, and um, there is just a lot to be said about handing it over, delegating it to somebody that um, has the skills for it and gets it done right, and considered an investment in your company too, um, because it's not something that you have to do continuously. Which is you know kind of where we can help out a lot is that we can get you people that can just fix it and then they go away and they don't have to go on your payroll or anything. Um, but yeah, invest and get it right. Yes. And, and part of that is like the research of it and, Mm -hmm. and all the measurement, like there's so much in marketing now that is around measurement, you know, all the analytics and yes, you know, all there's all this data now, right? Because people are interacting on websites and social media platforms and all these places, Mm -hmm. there's all this information. right? And so there are people who help you figure out what the information should be telling you, you know, all of this measuring and, and, um, reviewing and making sense of all the analytics, making recommendations. That's another huge area that is really important because you could be investing all this money in something and not know if you're even getting getting back what you want. Yeah, exactly. And and that's, um, if you haven't done that yet, do not, you know, feel bad because people are just starting to 
do that for the most part. People have been doing it, but it started yeah, to become a really hot thing. Yeah, larger companies, I think, have had well, it for a while. Right, they've been investing a lot of money, and they're kind of yeah. like, well, what are we really investing in? Can we have somebody run the numbers? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And now smaller companies are doing that too, but they don't need it continuously again. So um, they just need, okay, what's working, what's not working, where is the traffic, what's you know converting into a sale? you know, things like that. And to know those numbers, I think is, is very, very important because this can get expensive, but again, it's an investment. But if you're investing in the right thing, I mean, one change in your website could pay for itself mm-hmm. 10 times over. Right, exactly. Um, and then another area that, you know, I think I think people are fully aware of, but maybe don't always think about is all of the digital advertising that goes on, like yes. every website you go to and every where you are, you know. The right ad pops up, hopefully, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the right ad pops up for you. It's either something you recently looked at or it's, um, you know, something that theoretically you might like based mm-hmm. on your search history. And yes, I know people get creeped out about it, but whatever. Like, that's the world we live in. I secretly love it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it um, because it's so, it just amazes me. And maybe because that's my marketing soul speaking. Um but I love it if I'm like kind of thinking about, I'm thinking about buying like a new pair of running shoes, for example. And then, um, so I look at a website and the next thing you know, it starts popping up in my feed for Facebook or Twitter or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know these shoes existed. <laughs> oh, well, these look interesting. And I have definitely bought and responded to a lot of those ads and been very happy with my choices. But it's, it's introducing me to companies that I m- might have never known about before, especially yeah. if you're a smaller company, too, or you're not may- maybe, you know, like you have a running shoe, but you're going up against Nike or something like that. It's like, you know, we'll never have a chance. But if you paid for a Facebook ad, for God's sake, and it popped up because I was looking for shoes. I mean, that's huge impact. Yeah. And I guess the way I feel about it is if I'm going to get ads, which I am, <laughs> then I would rather they be things I'm potentially interested yes. in rather than some weird medication I'm never going <laughs> right. to take or whatever, you know, and, and like all I want it to be targeted to me. <laughs> we've all gotten that bizarre ad. And you're like, what is this? And what was I shopping for that no. they sent me that one? <laughs> Triggered this. Yeah. So, you know, there are people who do all that research, all that, you know, demographic, figuring out what audience you are so that mm-hmm, you get the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then obviously create the ad, yep. the content, the, People the do visuals. That. Somebody's creating all of that and right. looking at all the statistics and measurements. So those are probably the three areas that people are seeing the mm-hmm. most, you know, in their day-to-day life. Right. And then when you think about it too, how much advertising has changed so much. Okay, let's say, for example, Nobody's driving around. What does that do to billboards? Nobody right. is buying magazines um, because they're getting them online, you know, um, or newspapers. You know, but the way that people used to traditionally advertise has changed greatly. And a lot of it is going digital. I mean, it's not to say that people still don't see billboards and even, which I'm always amazed with, like those benches that say, made you look. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I did look. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there, are, people are getting more and more clever in that regard, too. But a lot of people are, are not leaving the house, so they're staying, spending more time at home, or they're always walking around with their phone or their iPad. You know, get them then, and yep. that's when you make the sale. Exactly. Um, so what we think is kind of interesting is how much of uh, higher impact marketers are starting to have on companies yes. that that they work for and, you know, have the, the level of responsibility they're being asked to take on for the you know, consumer experience. And I do think this is especially interesting in a weird turmoil year like last year. Mm -hmm. Like there was, you know, obviously a lot of economic impact. And in previous economic downturns, we've seen it happen many times that marketing is often one of the first places that gets cut. And this time it was not. If anything, it was ramped up 
and shifted. Right. So they, you know, kept their team but moved to more digital and online experiences or had to find people to do the, that kind of work, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and their regular team was already doing the work they were doing. So, you know, it, w- it was interesting and very cool because I think marketers are superheroes <laughs> and they came like, <laughs> they came it. in to rescue the day Swoop for companies in, the day, yes. in, in a lot of ways. And so we really saw marketing like keep expanding and, and the demand and the needs go up mm-hmm, through this whole situation mm-hmm. rather than, you know, maybe what we would have expected in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that goes back to, I was asking about some 2020 numbers earlier <laughs> and we did see uh, a CMO survey that talked about what, how people, companies were responding to a pandemic and essentially 74% of the companies out there were optimizing their websites because much like we had just said, nobody is coming into your store. Nobody is, you know, moving about so they're going to your website and we have to make sure that those are moving quickly um so people are are buying quickly because yeah i last thing you want for to happen to me is if i'm looking at your website is for me not to be able to move quickly because then you gave me time to think and then i've changed my mind (laughs) or if i can't figure it out like (laughs) literally i have tried to order stuff and i cannot figure out how to buy it right right it's like why is this hard (laughs) it should not be hard (laughs) it's like it's it's got like you go to a store and then you hide the registers yeah how do i buy this exactly exactly. (laughs) um and uh Another um, number we got is digital marketing research and, and search, I'm sorry, changed by 65%, data analytics by 56%, MarTech systems or platforms by 54%, and online ex- experimentation or testing 45%. And I'm always saying all of those just because that's like half, more than half of these mm-hmm. companies that were really, really investing in their digital marketing. Yep. And um, that's not, I don't think it's going to change. Like I said, if you yeah. didn't respond quickly in 2020 just for survival, you're doing it now because this is what it is going forward. Exactly. I think that, um, like we said, you know, people took a look at their team and, and what they had and what they needed. And so in many cases added or shifted or people developed new skills, you know, like over this time learned more skills that would help contribute to the digital side. And so I think marketing teams have changed, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and will continue to evolve. And, you know, there's some some key roles. We mentioned a few already that, that we see a lot. I mean, anyone who's working in social media, SEO, strategy around mm-hmm. digital media, because yes. now there's so many platforms and stuff, people need some help just like, what is my strategy? I can't be everywhere right, and shouldn't. Right. So what, where should I be? Yeah, because <laughs> new platforms are being developed all the time, but that doesn't mean you need to be there. Exactly. You know, but if your customer's there, by God, yeah, you better get over there. Exactly. Um, you know, we already talked about user experience in all types of ways. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the ones that maybe are more obvious to people like web design, copywriting, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of stuff. But those roles like there are still designers and writers on a creative team but the kind of work they're doing is very different right right and you know it's a matter of um you know again this is all here to stay you may be looking at your team now and thinking like you know what this all sounds great but i don't think i have the team that can do this well there are some solutions to that one is um is there someone on your team that is really interested in this right you know are they worth training Training. and getting them up to speed the other option is, you know, you can um, ask around for people that have done this. Who have they used? You can definitely call us and we'll just have somebody plugged in 
temporarily and they can get everything up to speed, show your team how to use it going forward. Because, you know, for us, we had our, for example, we had our website built, but we don't have a person on site that's constantly um, hired as a web specialist. We have a marketing person that can change it because it's once it's set up, it's kind of easy after that. Mm -hmm. It's the same sort of thing. Once your programs are all set up, people just need to read the numbers. They need to just keep things going. And if a problem comes up, you call that person back or you find somebody else to just say, okay, this is broken. Let's fix it. But anymore, all of the stuff, once it's set up, is is pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also interesting to think about like your team in this, like currently right now, Mm -hmm. because there's always, there's a lot of conversations about back to the office, right? Are people going back to the office, staying (laughs) remote, blah, blah. And this is kind of similar because if you were a kind of business that does have some in-person interaction and had to shift to this total digital world, what are you shifting back to? Because maybe your physical environment is reopening and you're going to have people on your team that need to go back to working on some of that, Mm -hmm. the interior of your store or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, but your digital side isn't going to go away right like you've ramped all this up and you're probably you know again continuing increasing sales on that side you're not going to just like shut it down because your store's open now mm-hmm. so I think that right now is a point where people have to figure out what the mix of their team is going to need to be you know going forward yes now that things are opening they need the people back in that area and you need to support this you know, maybe like whole new channel of sales that you developed. Right. And are you willing to give that up? I, I know a couple of companies that they said, you know what, our web sales, you know, were, you know, okay. But once the pandemic hit, they lit up. So right. if you're now making an additional, you know, fifty hundred thousand dollars a week on your website, why would you give that up? You know, right. you, it's, it's now that and the store and the restaurant, yeah, you know, um, so, so let's, you really let's make it to, all work. You really have to figure out what your team balance is going to be. Mm-hmm. If you pull people off of the physical, you know, experiences to work on this, are they going back? Right. Are they going to do both? You mm-hmm. know, like how are you fleshing out the team that you need over the next year as, you know, your normal quote unquote, <laughs> you know, experience, whatever that was, comes back too. Right. And I, I think you will agree with me, Chris, when I say marketing is finally getting the uh, acknowledgement that it deserves. That's right. Finally. That's right. And um, because usually they're they're never given the respect that they, they deserve because they're always like the first one's cut you know, when, when uh, numbers are down or something. But now it is such a force. It's like, you know what? We need more people. It's, we do need yeah. people for the website. We do need people for the inside store and things like that. Um, so how are we going to balance all that? Do I need to add people? Um, do I need to train people? Um, cause yeah, it's, it's all on fire right now. And I, I think it's now's the time to, to do this. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. And we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.